Matadors pregame, we're sitting down with uh, Coach Dave Serrano. Doubleheader Sunday. Happy Easter, everybody. Doubleheader Sunday against UC Irvine. Go back to yesterday. I guess the completion of the uh, the Friday game was great. The second game wasn't so great for you. Yeah, it's a, it's a tale of two different emotions. Uh, a walk-off victory by Ryan Ball. I don't want to shortchange what Jackson Cunningham did coming back after the night before. And I was putting up a one in the 12th inning to win. Uh, another opening series victory, which is uh, always welcomed. Any victory is welcome, but when you win the opening series, the opening game of the series, it's big. But then to come back in the afternoon game was very disappointing. And I'm not even talking about the score. It was, it was almost like we never came down off the high of the first victory. And as I shared with the team, I hope our our excitement isn't coming from the fact that we're excited that we beat somebody that we're not supposed to beat, because uh, that's not the way I look at it. And, and and I've been in those situations before where teams get so excited that they won that game because maybe their expectations aren't as high as they need to be. And that's kind of how we performed in game two. Like, we got a victory, now we can relax. And in this game, there's no time. You can't take off pitches, you can't take off innings, and you can't take off games because the game will find you. And I felt we were, we were punished by that in game two. Let me rewind. You mentioned Jackson Cunningham, and we talked before the game, and at that point you said, hey, he went to yesterday, we're going to see. Take me through that decision process, because you're a pitcher, and I know we've discussed it before. You're very protective of pitchers' arms. You want to be responsible with that. Take me through that decision with Jackson. Well, I had a, dis- I had a discussion with Jackson early in the morning, and um, he said, I'll let you know how my arm feels when I play catch. Uh, if it feels fine, I want the ball. I know it helps our team, and I feel I could get us out, get get them out in the one inning, at least the one inning. We were probably going to make a move after that one inning. Um, Unfortunately, we didn't have to go through that, but it's all based off of what the athlete tells us a lot of times, and and I tell them to be honest with me, and when they they feel like they can't go anymore or what I see with my own eyes, I'll make that decision in the best interest of their health more than the success of the team. When I was assigned to do these games in our first conversation, I asked you, who are some of the new guys I should look out for? Because I was familiar with a lot of the roster. The first name you told me was Ryan Ball. How big was it for you to have him win that game for you yesterday? Well, I, it was big from a team perspective. But I think uh, the, the, what I believe I've seen with Ryan Ball is a, is a, is a consistency from the offensive side. I, uh, we're still working with him to continue to get better defensively. Um, but from an offensive standpoint, you would never know he's a freshman of how he takes at-bats. The thing that's been so special about Ryan is he'll give away some at-bats like guys do. It happened in Friday's game. He gave away a, a, his first at-bat. He didn't look as crisp as he usually does. And in his second bat, at-bat, he came at, let it go, and had a big RBI base hit and uh, to drive in some runs. So I, it shows a, a sense of, of maturity on his part. And um, I, I think we've only, we're only seeing a glimpse of what, what he's going to be able to do offensively for us in the future. You know, the difficulty, it seems, in the first two games, it's been one inning, right? It was the top of the ninth on Friday night, and then it was the second inning yesterday, the big 10-run inning. What's going through your head when you're sitting in the dugout there? Obviously, I mean, there was nothing that you could really change. They were just hitting the baseball, correct? Yeah, they were, and it was, you know, there, there's more to it that, that uh, it's about preparation and, and being ready to go when the, when the bell, when they, when they ring the bell to go. Um, Zuko, I was a little disappointed. I didn't feel like he was prepared enough to go out and, and pitch, and it's a whole routine they go through. He rushed through his routine, and I think when you're not prepared in anything in life, it's you're going to get challenged, and, and we just couldn't overcome that challenge, and those are the little things that we're continuing as a coaching staff to try to ingrain into these athletes and our team 
I kind of shared a story today because we, many of us saw that wonderful Gonzaga-UCLA game last night. And I shared with them about how we watch those athletes who are the same ages as our players and in some instances younger than some of the players we have on our roster and how they're performing at the highest level at the highest stage. And that's what a true champion is. And that's what we're continuing to try to build in this program because it's been so long since this program has had to ever perform at that level. Uh, fortunately, this coaching staff has coached teams at that level. So it's a continued process for us to teach that everything matters. Everything matters across the board. How we take the field, how we come off the field, how we do charts in the dugout. All that stuff matters in the big scheme of things of being a champion. Um. Until that home run by Spillane, did Dwayne Angebrandt earn some innings yesterday, giving that bridge into the seventh inning? Well, he helped our team for today, to be honest with you. I don't know if you asked Dwayne, and obviously you're asking me, if you could say that was a, a great performance. Mm -hmm. He did bridge a big gap. Um, that saved some arms for today, and that's when, when the score started getting out of reach. That's what my goal was, to try to save some arms, to be able to... To, to help us in today's game. So, yeah, he did He did help the team tremendously, but there's things that he needs to continue to get better in and what style of pitcher that he's in, uh, his tempo, his commitment to the strike zone with other than a fastball, all the things that's going to make a, a pitcher successful. And last thing for you, you know, you're playing the two games today. You mentioned the pitching. You're going to need to manage around some depth issues on the pitching staff with one of your pitchers. Well, one, yeah, and, and not just one of the pitchers. One of my concerns coming into this season was the fact that because of our short preparation time that's not an excuse any excuse at all on why we've gotten off to a slow start but it is it was concerning to me of what it was going to do health wise to some of our athletes uh playing four game weekends 36 innings in three days that's that's uncommon for our sport and now when you don't have preparation time even though i think our sports performance staff has done a wonderful job of trying to get our guys ready it's still a lot of baseball and we have a lot of injuries right now i think the list is 14 guys that are on the injury report uh uh, Shriver is, is, has, it will be not be available this weekend after Friday. He has an injury, and we have other guys that have injuries. So we have to, as I shared with the team, we can sit and feel sorry for ourselves, or we can overcome that and say, so what? Someone else step up and be the guy to replace them. All right, Coach, thanks again. Thank you. Dave Serrano, let's play two. Matadors and Anteaters coming up next.